dive into summer here in the northern hemisphere and we are diving into winter in the southern hemisphere so at this great transition of energetic fields we're fully moving into the yang energy and the heart energy here in the northern hemisphere so uh, we are going to focus on that heart and that will counterbalance the energy that is being transitioned into in the southern hemisphere into that water creative energy uh, that is so powerful and during the winter months and both energies that uh, fire and water give us the opportunity to really transform and adapt and transition into higher states of being so oftentimes, which is really interesting to me, every season I roll around with these two, summer and winter, uh, we're encouraged during the winter to go, go, go. It can tend to be a time where our immune is taxed uh, and we might overextend ourselves. yet that's a time of hibernation and creation and really looking inward. And then in the summer months, that heart energy, uh, oftentimes we're encouraged to actually slow down, <laughs> uh, not be in action, maybe vacation, all those things. Those feed our heart. Yet what I would really like to encourage uh, humans here on planet Earth is that in summer it's a time of action. Uh, we adjust based on the temperature of our ecosystem and to feed the heart with that which you cultivated maybe in those winter months, your passion, the things you realized. And then those in the winter season coming up on the winter season, this is your opportunity to really think about, wow, I have this opportunity to create and hone in on what I'm ready to build. And if we actually worked in that perspective, rather than maybe getting distracted in these two seasons that are really uh, an opportune time to move things forward and opportune time to take a natural pause and prepare. Everyone on planet earth has had a pause, a seasonal pause, fall and winter. So we could actually wipe the slate clean and start into this new phase of existence here on earth. And so if we look at the heart today and, uh, on these segments, I have, gosh, since 2008 been focused on self-love and I made a decision today that uh, we're going to transition from that word self-love to unlocking your potential and that we'll be focusing on your mind, body, heart, and soul because that's how I work with my clients one-on-one -on -one, is that we have an entire system that's an in integrative system whether I'm helping them with their dreams and moving forward in life whether I'm helping them regain balance as part of an integrative team in uh, any disharmony from quote-unquote diseases uh, or any other imbalances whether it's in the mind the emotional center or the physical body or the spiritual center. This can happen too. We can lose our faith and we get to restore that faith towards the end of summer, which is really magical. And so if we look at unlocking our potential, there's this opportunity because the natural thing is going to happen is you're going to do self uh, care, but awareness and that 
reassured centeredness and knowing will naturally rise up when we balance our entire system. When we neglect one thing, so a lot of times what happens here in our Western culture is we, especially in modern day society, we go, 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 and then we have to take these big pauses to go and take care of ourselves. And many people are coming out of this world retreat a little cautious, and so I, I do want to acknowledge that too today. Uh, because it is important to move out of this phase of interestingness. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a word, but I'm going to say it into the world again. And we might be timid, we might be holding back, and that's that's good. Uh, taking that pause is important. Evaluating what you want to do, what you don't. If you notice you're having resistance towards certain things, that you have the opportunity to make a shift. And with that, uh, there's a lot of potential. So as we move forward, I want to encourage everyone that's listening that this is an opportunity for you to take that pause and then move in. Uh, the last segment I did was that taking inventory. And so these are natural breaks in our seasonal change that we can pause, we can take a break. And if we were living in an indigenous culture, the majority of our month would be focused on two things, uh, feeding and taking care of our community on so many different levels, and then in addition, tending to ceremony, which can take up to a week to 10 days of a lunar cycle every month, which if you think about that, we don't afford ourselves that, but maybe sometimes once or twice a year on a vacation. Yet imagine if it was a part of our culture, part of the, who we were, that we took this approach that it's time to go inward every month. Uh, and I know there's some specific times during my uh, monthly cycle, two significant ones, both at the new moon and the full moon, that it would probably behoove me and everyone around me if I just uh, created a little window, three to four day window around those transitions and allowed them to be times where I'm more in a retreat and doing less so that I can optimize uh, myself throughout the remainder of the month. And so when we unlock our potential, we start to evaluate our natural rhythm. We start to evaluate where we are successful and what's needed on a day-to-day, from a day-to-day and then from week-to-week and then from month-to-month on that lunar calendar and then annually on the solar calendar. And with that, we have so much information to build from. And bit by bit, this isn't a fast-paced process. Uh, it takes years to really understand self and understand your rhythm and say, oh, wow, this is when I naturally get uh, out of balance. So we proactively build you up for that period of time. Oh, this isn't naturally when I have a little bit more emotional turmoil. We naturally build yourself up for success during those times. And the, the more aware you come, become of self, self-awareness, then it's easier to love self. It's easier to love the world around you. It's easier to be in a, a solution-based perspective versus a victim, uh, victim-based perspective. And then even when we have upheavals, when we have moments that are not feeling so great, we have the opportunity to just take a pause and say, wow, Uh, Things aren't going my way. I'm going to step back. I'm going to pause. I'm going to evaluate. I'm not going to overreact 
and make rash decisions. And we see this a lot uh, in our Western modernized cultures. And I say Western because it's the West, uh, you know, the modern culture of the West that really brought, brought us into a more of a fast-paced reality. And we tend to, if things aren't going the way we want, cut the ropes and uh, start fresh or eliminate people. And we see this in all forms, you know, at work environments, we see this in uh, personal environments, we see this in uh, public environments like social media. We see that people, if things aren't going the way they want, if they're not feeling people are agreeing with them, if it doesn't feel good to you, you're like, ah, I'm done. And so, you know, the stakes are high. Like you can screw up just once and then you're done. Uh, which I don't recommend. I really recommend if there's something that you're resisting uh, to look at it, examine it, and give yourself a good 30 days to feed into that. So what I'd like us to do right now is we're going to continue on with real love. So we're entering into the summer, uh, this yummy time to nourish our heart, uh, to clear out any emotions, any stagnation, any any trauma which all of us will go into that after the song might be feeling and so with that being said what I'd like us to do as we go into the song is we're going to breathe into our heart energy and I want you just to gently follow that breath in and out in and out from the heart and as you connect to that heart energy I want you just to just take a subtle evaluation of where your heart is where you would like it to be, would you like it to be, and uh, we had a guy on Indie Creators say passionate equanimity, which is a fun word, would you like it to be in joy, bliss, would you like your heart just to be still, uh, what would you like to experience in that heart center, what do you want to share with the world around you, and once you hone in on that, that gives you a good perspective on how you can show up, especially this time of year, how do you want to use your heart during these summer months uh, and even if you're in the southern hemisphere how do you want to use your heart in these winter months just because you're going to be in your creative energy doesn't mean that we don't want that heart energy behind it it'll be really yummy when you do that when I cook with my heart it's really extra yummy it's my secret sauce of uh, putting my love and my heart and how much I enjoy cooking for others into the food I make so with that being said we're going to just gently flow into this song and it's called Real Love and as you connect with that just follow the breath gently breathing in and out follow your natural breath into your heart center and then when we'll come back we're going to talk about how we uh, make amends as we move forward into our new reality.
And hopefully during that segment, you had the opportunity to really feel into where your heart's at, where you want to be for summer. Do you want it to be joy-filled? Do you want to move forward with your creative endeavors that you fed last winter? And do you want to feed your creative endeavors that you can build upon for next summer? And this beautiful yin and yang dance from one season to the next is a beautiful poetic prose that unfolds with nature, unfolds with the environment, and affords us different foods, different opportunities, different environments that invite us to experience Mother Nature in different ways. And so when we evaluate this process for ourselves and unlocking that potential, we have the opportunity within self just to really dive in and say, wow, um, I can really be in harmony with myself at all times if I so do choose. And when I have a little blip in my matrix, I can bring it back into balance. And the more proactive I am with that, the easier it is. So as we go forward into this process, uh, we collectively here on planet Earth, and if you're listening to this at a later point in time, uh, we just went through our big giant, uh, I don't know, global humanitarian test to see if we could, one, take care of our health, unexpected blip in the matrix, an opportunity to go into retreat, and an opportunity to evaluate our health, to evaluate our own fears that we might have about our mortality. And then from there to gently be led into civil unrest that started in North America and has spilled across the globe an opportunity to deepen some really deep heart conversations about how we feel about each other and if we truly want to be in equanimity beyond equality equanimity with one another so those are big juicy moments and so like I said if you're listening to this at a different point in time a point of history, human history on this planet has been seeded in a way that will continue to unfold over the next annual cycle and years to come. And this pivotal moment gives us some exciting opportunities because there's been this tension between an old system and returning to our natural way of being, even from health Uh, knowing that our natural way of being is to be in harmony with nature, to treat our human body, our mental body, our emotional body with nature. Yet uh, the old system, the modern medicine, wants to treat us with man-made solutions, human-made solutions, woe-man-made solutions, and uh, they're trying to find how they can dance with one another. And so that that push and pull energy is really beautiful because then slowly what I've witnessed, they can come into harmony with one another and support. So when we have maybe a 911 situation, because we're not all here living in harmony with nature yet, we can actually use some of this human 
created remedies uh, that might act faster than some of the natural ones. Natural ones can uh, take a, a bit of time. Uh, it's a slow build sometimes. They're not necessarily as instantaneous. So there's, there's definitely a, a way that both can serve. And then eventually in our future, we'll realize that we don't need as many uh, reactive solutions and we won't rely on them because we'll come into harmony with nature and other exciting things will be offered to us. So as we transition out of this historic moment into this heart space in the Northern Hemisphere and into the sacral space in the Southern Hemisphere, this is this opportunity to say, hey, uh, what do we want to create? What do I want to feed with love from my heart to my sacred waters? Because uh, we're working together. So we're in this polar dance with one another. And so for you that during that segment, if you really were able to connect with where you want your heart to be, where you're intuitively feeling, then we can start feeding that every single day to unlock our potential. We can feed our emotional heart, our spiritual heart. We can feed our the uh, frequency we want to exchange with one another. We can feed our mental heart and we can really refine what that experience is and what we want to transmit and receive on a daily basis. Now, here's a really important key when you're unlocking your potential. If you want to charge up your, your system and you want to keep it uh, vibrant and flowing, it's really important to remember that anything that degrades, so negativity, uh, the news as we know it, sorry about that, the news as we know it, uh, is something that degrades our system. Social media, as we know it, degrades the system because more than not, people are sharing information about the demise of the world. They're sharing information about uh, illness. They're sharing information about their suffering. Yet, uh, we really want to think about how can we build our system. It doesn't mean you don't uh, become informed, but to be, it's a fine line to get information and then to move forward with life. It's similar if you come down with a dis-ease or disharmony in the body to a point where you need to really pay attention to it. In this, this day and age, that would be something that could have lifelong ramifications like that C word uh, or any other debilitating physical, mental, or emotional conditions. And so if we don't pay attention to those, then, um, you know, we can go into worse, uh, a worse situation. So once we determine what is in the system, what where the disharmony is, then we can focus on bringing it back into harmony. We don't have to spend too much with understanding what we have. We focus on bringing ourselves back into whole, into that regenerative state. So you can think about it that way. You want to get a little information about world events, uh, about uh, your health and understanding how to bring it into harmony, but you don't want to saturate yourself to the point where you actually get depressed or uh, separate yourself from self and from others. And as we move out back into the world, it's really important. We have a body of information. Now we have remedies. We have, you know, maybe best practices that will continue to evolve. And so this is that time you can focus on 
generating and feeding up so your potential continues to vibrate higher. It's natural to feel a little cautious right now. And I encourage any of you that are feeling a little cautious with the world around you, uh, just be easy with yourself. Just gently move into the next and see what happens. And then also evaluate if you're like hesitant after you maybe push through a little bit to return to some of the things that you were doing. If you're not feeling it anymore, something's changed, your work environment doesn't feed you the way it did before and you can't reconnect to something that's going to allow you to show up and feed yourself and others, then it's time to make a change, a shift. And that's where we want to listen to the intelligence of our heart. I want to talk a little bit about that right now is that, you know, back in the day we were taught, uh, use your head, not your heart. But basically we're having neurotransmission from all aspects of our body to our brain. And our brain is this computer mechanism that has intelligence woven into it and also has a call and response with the body. And those patterns that we create uh, really determine how we're going to react in a given moment, how we feel, what our association with certain things is. And so if we can shift that, that gives us the opportunity to really say, okay, what what is and how do I truly want to respond? And then we start repatterning so that we can show up authentically the way we want. It's not always easy. So I encourage people to be patient with themselves and kind with themselves because it doesn't necessarily happen overnight. And so the intelligence that exists in our heart center is uh, really miraculous and many heart surgeons will attest to this. They feel it because they're working with the heart, the physical heart. And this intelligence there tells us things, you know, when we get bottled up with emotion, if we're feeling angry, sad, Uh, If we're feeling happy, uh, if we're feeling uncomfortable, there's an energy that starts there. And that intelligence gives us information on what is in alignment and what's not. Uh, Sometimes our past traumas, our past situations uh, block us from really experiencing the present moment with someone that we love. Even the passion that we might be able to find and excitement for work like a little kid. Uh, even that exchange that we have with our family members, we might have ourselves guarded there. So during this summer months, it's a great time to explore your heart, explore where you have shut yourself off from emotion, where you're open to having emotion and to see uh, where it can flow from there and welcome the sun, father, son, grandfather, son, to open up our heart, to free us from that, which might Uh, hold us back and we're going to be when this is recorded it's a couple days before that uh, solstice winter and summer solstice and we're going to be having a solar eclipse here on planet earth which makes it extra uh, special in my mind you know we're having these astronomical events occurring at a seasonal transition is really powerful so to bring this all together into a nice little morsel is that here we are, we're at this transition and it's a time where you can decide how you want to feed your heart and move into action with their heart. Uh, your heart is also 
that energy, if we feel passion about it, it's easier to work with our, our natural cosmic flow, that yang energy moving into the next. And it's effortless. That's where that equanimity comes in. Uh, when we talk about even these human to human experiences, when we're in equanimity, the heart is effortless. It's not having a bias. It's not having an emotive experience that could become a hindrance to what we're trying to feed and nourish. Uh, and the pendulum isn't swinging too wild. So we're not feeling polarities that keep us out of just our effortless flow from day to day. And so if we're in this effortless flow with our heart, with our mind, with our body and our soul, then levels of mastery occur and time and space just vanishes because you go into a gap space that allows you to flow effortlessly into something. And maybe you can recall certain times during your lifetime that you've been in that effortless space. And that's why during the winter months, uh, really focusing on our creative energy, what we want to seed, what we want to prepare to seed is super powerful. And it's not by accident that the mother stays connected to her child from heart to womb, womb to heart, heart to womb. I mean, I can feel my kids. That's where I created them in my womb. I can feel if they're injured or hurt. I can feel the depths of their pain through actually my womb. Uh, and then up into the heart. And so it's a, a ley line that doesn't get separated until one person moves on into the next. Yet uh, we don't acknowledge it a lot on an energetic form in this day and age in society. We tend to utilize our sacral energy for lust <laughs> and sex, uh, these things that uh, it can be fun, but when we take our creative energy and bring it to higher states of being, it actually transforms something super sacred, and that's how we create mastery. Uh, right now, pretty much on planet Earth, we've been in a very low vibrational sacral energy, and if we want to take that sacral energy to a higher level, we integrate it into heart energy, equanimity, uh, and then we integrate it further into our crown, our highest expression, and we bridge heaven and earth right within our own vessel and then our, in our action. We end up in pure action on a day-to-day -day basis. So as you move into summer, I would really, and winter, I'd recommend for you to do two evaluations. One, we talked a little bit about that is, and that's a daily process just to see where you are mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. It's going to change day to day. You might be a little bit more vulnerable emotionally one day than to the next. And if that's a, the case, that's okay. That's a time to uh, allow yourself to flow into that and see what's there. And then um, see how you need to nourish yourself that day. And the next day you might feel on top of your game. Woohoo! Over time, the extremes will get less and less and you can hold a constant momentum. It won't feel like you're on, I always say, the dragon ride going from one thing to the next. And you'll also notice, as I mentioned at the beginning of the segment, that there might be times annually through each lunar cycle that you need to be a little bit more inward in that retreat space so that you can nourish, build up, and be. That present moment experience is hard to get when we're moving day to day from one thing to the next. 
Yet, if we give ourselves permission to have that time, block it out on your calendar, do less, you will greatly benefit from it. And you won't be so hard on yourself feeling like, oh, in addition, you'll cause less suffering to yourself and others. Because typically when we're more vulnerable, uh, when we need to be in retreat, we will cause chaos (laughs) in our life. And so for all the female listeners out there that are going through their moon cycles on a monthly basis, remember that that's a very sacred time. And if you can spend it quiet uh, in retreat or just to yourself as much as possible, Uh, that will benefit you greatly. And the same is true when you ovulate. There's an emotional upsurge of creative energy to be aware of that and keep to yourself um, so that you can better serve your family, friends, your partner, uh, your life in general. Uh, In addition, men that are listening, you have your cycles too. Uh, You are impacted by the moon too. And to notice how you need to feed yourself during those times of the month is important too and, and that's why in indigenous culture there was a separation for, for between man and woman and every month in a traditional indigenous culture native american culture uh, men and women will be separate for at least sometimes a week or longer each month uh, because the men are in a certain type of ceremony certain times of year the women are in ceremony and vice versa so it's important to realize that maybe just maybe we're not completely in the state of being that we were intended to be here on planet earth for other reasons so that will be remain to be seen so as you uh, flow into this new season just take time to evaluate where you're at and see where you want to go where you want to go next and then from there Uh, you can use that information so that you can best nourish yourself. So we're going to exit out uh, with a little more beach house called The Myth. And may you have a beautiful transition into summer and winter. And until next time, this is she signing out with a full heart, a soft gaze, deep bow, and a namaste. Be simple.